Well, hello, all you crazy people and all you sickos out there. And welcome to Six Scooting in SoCal. I am Andy. I am a chief monkey at Six Scooters. And I'm Aaron, owner and whip cracker at Six Scooters. <laughs> and, and we, we are, are Six, Six Scooters. Scooters, if you didn't know that by now. And we're a South Bay's premier scooter repair shop. I don't know why that didn't flow out, but, and we have been writing and working on scooters since 2011. I've been working on scooters a lot longer, but that's when we started the business, so 2011 it is. We are proud to have this podcast where we can share our tips, tricks, and personal experiences with you, our band of sickos. So keep in mind, all opinions are our own and don't necessarily reflect popular opinion. If you don't like it, feel free to start your own podcast or listen to other podcasts. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, anyway. So stay tuned and we will try to entertain you. Yes. And during this whole safer at home thing, we are trying to entertain ourselves as well. Because I'm bored. Are you bored? Uh, it's getting a little tedious. Yeah, it's getting a lot tedious. So, anyway, let's go on with our thing. Today's topic is 10 crazy electrical things that we have personally seen and tried to fix. <laughs> Usually successfully. Usually successful at it, but the white dude, yeah. We've seen some crazy bikes. We've seen some crazy stuff come in. Anyway, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Um, we don't know of any rides coming up necessarily. Um, Southeast Scooter Club doesn't have any. Long Beach Scooter Club doesn't have any. I mean, there's there. We don't have any. We don't have any, but. We did do a ride with a couple of our friends. Hello, Jameen. Hello, Margot. Woo! Scooter Gang. Scooter Gang and our friend Adrena. Hello, Adrena. And I want to say hello to my sister Sandra. Hello, Sandra. Hi, Bill. Anyway, we rode to Disneyland. Yeah. It wasn't open, but we still rode to. Disneyland. Yeah, it was fun. It was kind of interesting taking side streets to Disneyland. <laughs> That's our That's dog, Wally. Wally. Um, yeah, because we're all, I mean, growing up in L.A., you know, everybody's been to Disneyland at least once, and you know how to get there on the freeway. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was really interesting taking the side streets there. It's like 30 miles. Yeah, it was 30 miles each way. It was almost... Almost due east. Yeah, almost directly due east. It was a pretty east. straight shot. Yeah. Um, we did it early on a Sunday morning. So there was, you know, no traffic. Not like there is any traffic any other time in the day, but it was nice and early. It was fun. I liked it. I had a really good time. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah, we we stopped at the Disneyland Hotel big giant board they have there. And took a couple photos, and it was cool. They had two cops on bicycles cruise by, and they were really, really nice. 
Yeah. Didn't say a word about us parking literally in the street on the corner. <laughs> um, no, they were great. The ride was nice. The weather was great. The yeah, it was people, a little muggy, but... people we went with, you know, Jameen and Margo, everything was fantastic. Margo led the ride. Yeah, and we didn't really do much. We just, like Andy said, we just took a few pictures at the resort sign mm-hmm. and headed back. It was you nice. Know, we kept our distance from each other. We kept our helmets on most of the time. Yep. We kept our gloves on. You know, we wanted to make sure everybody was safe and had their distance respected, but we also wanted to get out and do something. You know, driving and getting out of the house is still allowed. Yeah, and um, and recommended. Yeah, so it was like super a super nice way to spend a Sunday morning just putting around, putting some miles on the bike, and seeing parts of the, I don't know, parts of the world, parts of the city that you'd never seen before. Yeah, maybe it was a cool ride, I liked it. Yeah, it was cool, we got to go through like, what, like Lakewood and Cypress and Cerritos. Buena Parks, Cerritos. Cerritos. Yeah. Yeah, these are all cities, you know, I've kind of like driven through or maybe stopped in once or twice, but never really spent a whole lot of time, so it was kind of nice. It was kind of fun, right? Kind of I liked opens it. up your world a little bit. Yes, because so. the world is getting closed, closed, closed. So you need to get out and ride your scooter. Get out and ride your scooter. Ride your scooter. Did I say that enough times? Yeah, ride your scooter. Ride your scooter. So what do we have in the shop? This week... <laughs> Yeah, it's been an interesting week. We had two broke bikes come in. I mean, we always have broke bikes coming in. That's no, but these were done. Fixed bikes. Yeah, <laughs> these were done. One of them, the um, stator, actually caught. It kind of burnt up. No, not the stator. It was a voltage regulator. No. Oh. Yeah, the stator actually burnt up. And expanded, and when it expanded, it, the guy, the bike was running. Stator expanded, grabbed onto the to the stator bell, and ripped the stator from the case, and ripped part of the case off. So the motor, the case, one side of the case motor, is trash. Yeah. And the bike was really old, a ton of miles on it. Realistically, it came to a point where it was, it would cost more to fix the bike than it would be, than the bike would be worth. Yeah. I hate to see those things. Um, it's, it's hard to tell the customer, dude, your bike is just done. Yeah. But it was one of those things. Yeah, but he had gotten his money's worth out of that bike. Oh, my Lord, yes. He, it was just a Chinese, like the Milan or the 150T-F or the Komodo. Yeah. Um, but it had what, like, it had, the odometer said, like, 9,800 miles on it. But it said that for, like, the last, like, year or two. Yeah. His odometer hadn't worked for a couple of years. And so I'm thinking, God and he rides that bike hard. He rides it all over LA. He's always got somebody on the back of it. Yep. And so the bikes had a really hard life. But this is the first time in like the years and years that we've been working on this bike that it hasn't been able to that it's actually broken down. Yeah. Like I give this bike kudos. 
Yeah, the first time in all these years that he has not ridden it to us and wrote it off. Yeah, he... I mean, it had its, like, cosmetic issues, and things would rattle off, and master cylinders were going bad, and things like that were happening to it, but... That's just When the motor blew, that was the first time he ever got stranded on the bike. Yep. Which is kind of impressive. And the other bike we have in, um, is actually the bike that, that made us think about our topic. Yeah, it inspired us for the entire topic. Yes. So, this bike had... Um, a ton of, God, how do I put this? Electric. Home done, with no knowledge, electrical, electrical modifications modifications done to the bike. Wiring literally everywhere. He had switches under the seat. Yeah. He put LEDs in that, that were not meant for that for that application and it, it just he he literally melted his voltage regulator it probably was on fire yeah oh yeah it had to have been i pulled it out the plug was not even there yeah all so, the wiring was burnt and melted together yeah and this is another one of those bikes where where it would have been it's it's Hmm. It's not worth fixing. This one... And it had this, a lot of miles. This bike was one of those bikes that, because it had been worked on so much by so many different people or different times, that just to pinpoint the problem on, t- on top of the fire... Like, it was going to take a million years. Yeah. It was going to take so long. But if this bike had come in, like, stock, and, like, this had happened for some reason, the voltage regulator burnt up. Oh, it would have been fixed this in This is totally fixable. We could just cut out all the bad parts, replace them, replace, um, you know, the voltage regulator, and then go from there. But this bike had so many modifications that it, like, we were going to... We were basically... All we could do is start from scratch. We were going to throw all the wiring away and start over. Put in a new wiring harness, wire in all the modified lights in properly. Because what did he have? He just had like running lights, blinkers, like aftermarket, right? Aftermarket yeah, oh God, yeah. lights, aftermarket blinkers. And then I think the problem with the headlights is that the headlights kept not working and instead of fixing the problem with the headlights, he thought that putting LEDs would fix the issue. And he wired in some crazy kind of LED setup on this. Yeah, with, like these random bulbs. Yeah, without doing any modification to 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 actually accommodate hold, them. Accommodate the LEDs. Yeah. You know, he's just like, oh okay, I'll just throw them on. When in reality, if he had just told us the problem number one, we would have fixed the light issue, period. But number two, if he wanted to upgrade LEDs, there's um swappable it's like a LED light bulb with the exact same socket. So yeah. there's no reason to go out and buy just any old LED and then just tape wires onto prongs and stuff. Yeah. We've never ever 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 done that. So And he that's... didn't put any ground wires. That was probably the What do you mean grounded? Yeah. Problem, right? And yeah. so that's that's another broke bike that came in that went home broke. I mean, 
Yeah. We're going home, bro. Yeah. So, our topic for today is the 10 um, crazy electrical stuff that we've seen. One of them isn't a crazy electrical thing. It's just kind of a bike that we have seen and worked on a while back. And it just never kind of took off. Oh, I'll, yeah. t- I'll explain why, you know, later when we get to it. But so number one on our crazy electrical stuff thing. Yeah, is, electrical jobs that we've gotten in. Is bikes that come in with the absolute positively horrible wrong battery in the bike. We've yeah. seen bikes that come in that have batteries in it. That are from electric scooters. Yeah. And then the customer complains that the bike's not starting, the bike's dying all the time, and and everything. Dude, you got the wrong battery in the bike. Not even the wrong battery, but just the whole wrong application, like yeah. wrong type of battery. If you know anything about batteries, they have a certain um, way that they connect. Well. These, I mean, I've seen this more than once. I've seen this a bunch of times. These people have cut the actual connection off, attached plugs to the end, and plugged in the absolute wrong battery. Just because it fits doesn't mean it's the right battery. Yeah. And, yeah, there, I mean, that can play havoc on your electrical system. You know, and it can, it can... Yeah, especially because electric scooter batteries aren't the, what is it, the amps, like, way higher or something? Yeah. So it can really, like, it can do damage to your bike on top of just being unreliable yeah. as far as running at that battery. And the thing there. is, when you, when you have an electrical scooter battery, electric scooter battery in your bike, the second you start that bike, that, um, you're, you're dumping a ton of... Um, voltage out of your battery and those batteries charge a different way than let's say your your normal scooter battery and once you dump all that stuff all the all the voltage out of your electric scooter battery it's not going to recharge right so i mean those batteries aren't meant to yeah. Run a starter. Power goes out and then power goes in. It's not like a circular power. Yeah. And it's, they wonder why. And so put the right battery in there. We've also seen as far as wrong batteries, like car batteries, like gigantic. Oh my God. Yeah. Batteries that like have to be like zip, like strapped down <laughs> with like bungee cords. Yes. And like... We've seen car batteries that have actually been bungee cord to the floor of the scooter. And... You know, something with like 500 crank, cold cranking amps on the battery and it weighs more than the whole scooter itself and, and everything. And we've seen, we've seen that also. And that, that's, can play havoc with your electrical system. Yeah. I mean, those batteries, the way, the way a scooter charging system is, a scooter charging system is not going to charge that large of a battery like ever no, it's, it's never. no it's not the right battery for the bike the bike comes with a certain battery for a reason yeah novel idea yeah yeah the battery compartment of your bike 
you know, is made for a certain type of battery with certain dimensions. You know, they're, I mean, it's square peg and a round hole kind of thing. Right. You know, if you, if you don't know how to put a square peg in a round hole, then you're probably normal. But if you're trying to put a gigantic square in a small square, go back to school or, <laughs> or go get, go get one of those games where you put a round peg in a round hole and a square peg in a square hole. Yeah. You know, those games you get when you're a baby. Yeah, go get one of those and practice. So another thing that we've seen is a huge, gigantic, two amplifier, speaker everywhere, car stereo, literally car stereo with the head unit and everything else installed in your bike. Yep. Gotta have them too. Oh my Lord. You know what? If you need a stereo that bad and you want to let the entire neighborhood know what kind of music you're listening to, go buy a car. Right? You know, put a car stereo in a car. Once I had the stereo, like the Bluetooth headphones put in my helmet, like, I don't you, can need... listen to so, you can listen to music so much clearer. Yeah. You can listen to it as loud as you want. And I am, I am a huge proponent to putting a stereo, putting a sound system, a music playing device on your bike. Dude, if you want to have a music playing device on your bike, absolutely, positively do it. No problem. Every single one of my bikes, except the bike I have now, has had a stereo. You know, and the stereos that I had were made for motorcycles. Yeah, that's the difference. They're motorcycle <coughs> Sorry stereos. about that. Yeah, they're, they're motorcycle stereos. You know, and get, get a small version of it. You don't need a giant, gigantic amp. You don't need two amps. And we had a bike come in recently that had a two amps on it with speakers everywhere and another giant battery yeah, under the seat. battery. And the guy, I mean... The guy had to charge. charge it. Yeah. He had to hook it up to a battery charger and charge it in between uses. What's the point of that? That's not how it's supposed to work. No, no. If you would got if you would have gotten the actual motorcycle stereo and and they make badass. Oh yeah. Motorcycle stereos. Look at some of these Harley dudes. Yep. Like if you can. Have music that's clear as day over the sound of a Harley. Motor. I mean, my last scooter had a really, really loud, loud stereo on it. Had a volume control knob on the dash and and everything like that. And it turned off when the bike turned off and everything. And it was loud. I plug up to my phone and perfect. I've had Bluetooth stereo systems that sounded absolutely great. Not a problem. Do that. You know, you're playing you're 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 playing with fire when it comes to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's hooked up to the bike itself, you know, you're you're playing with fire. If it's something like we we saw with the guy that came in with that had the giant battery in the seat, that's a separate it's separate from the bike. But if you looked under the guy's seat, Absolutely no room to put anything in there because he had two gigantic amps. Yep. 
you know, I mean, you're losing. You're and this losing. is in a Yamaha Majesty. They have huge under the seat under compartments. Under huge, yeah. And it was all filled up with crap. Radio stuff, yeah. Stereo stuff, it's crap. So, a long time ago, our next one, um, we worked on a scooter that was, for all intents and purposes, a hybrid no, that's exactly what it was. And it was a, it was an, it was a hybrid scooter. It was gas electric hybrid, and you could have it gas all the time or hybrid. I mean, electric all the time, or you can put it in the middle and have electric. Then the gas turns on. And the way it worked was, from a dead stop, you are electrical. So electric from a dead stop, you take off, you know, with electric. And when you get to, I think, 18 miles an hour. Yeah, I don't remember exactly yeah. what it was. When you get to yeah. a certain mile an hour, the gas motor kicks on and then you're gas from then on. And when you come to a stop, the gas motor shuts off and you're electric. And the reason I think that it didn't take off or a lot of people didn't buy this thing, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't seen it since was the fact that it is so extremely, extremely heavy. Oh, there was more than just and that problem yeah, with it. Yeah, that was, that was my issue with it. Plus the, the switching from one mode to another always messed up on that thing. Always. It, it, it always messed up on that thing. I worked on it like two or three times and... Every time it came in, I had to physically go in and reset the the points where it would switch. And it was, I mean, it was a Chinese brand. And it was at the low, 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 low end of a Chinese brand. Oh, yeah, of both ends, of the electric <coughs> scooter and of the gas scooter. Yeah, it was at the low end of electric and low end of gas. And it was only a 50cc gas motor. Yes. So, you're talking a 50cc gas motor trying to move a bike that's extremely heavy and then you get on the bike and it's trying to move you and the extremely heavy bike at the time. You know, you're putting a ton of pressure on that gas motor. Yeah, it was an interesting concept, but poorly executed, unfortunately. And the electrical part of it, when you first took off, it took off so... It took off like a... Like, like a, a snail. Oh, yeah. Because it was like an electric bicycle, but pushing the weight of a scooter. Yeah. Yeah. And it, the electric part of it was trying to push the weight of well, you. the motor, and yeah. push the weight of all the batteries in it. And yeah. I think there were like eight batteries. Yeah, there was no storage, nothing. Either, no. It was and it was batteries. eight huge batteries. Yeah, they were all lead-acid batteries. Yep. And so that's that's one part. That's one... That's the reason... If you didn't know, there had there was electric, there was a hybrid scooter out there. Now you know. I I don't even remember the name of it. Mm-mm. So our next little thing is extra lights. Now, what's wrong with the lights your bike has now? Well, it's not just that, and it's and not that we're saying electric bikes are, are light. Extra lights are bad. Extra lights are good. But when we see wiring that's been you know tucked under body panels instead of being run properly, or it's like taped on the outside of body panels or it has a battery pack attached to it yeah and it's not christmas yeah <laughs> or, or we see lights that are wired into the scooter 
and not taped or not 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 shrink wrapped or anything like that and and you're you're you have wiring everywhere you know what make sure number one make sure the lights you're getting are for the use that you're going to use them for. proper for the application yeah you know i mean please don't go to pick your part and get a couple of headlights because you like them and wire those headlights into your scooter no please don't do that um and there's 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 lights made for that you know and like leds and stuff like that you need to get the proper led for the application there's a lot of leds out there there's a lot of stuff out there you know on ebay and everything else make sure that the voltage and amperage is correct for the application um motorcycle stuff will will work on your scooter you know so go with more of a motorcycle in mind Mm -hmm. when you're trying to mount all these things i've seen people who have drilled holes in their body panels and mounted lights and everything like that and as they vibrate they just rip out of the body panel so you have lights dangling everywhere and it's dangerous Make sure you can turn left and right properly with all those lights on your bike. Um, so, honestly, unless you know electrical work, automotive electrical work, motorcycle, scooter electrical work, if you want to add lights, get a hold of us. We'll let you know <laughs> what kind of lights to put on and what, what, you, what you should look for and everything. I mean... Those LED strips, you know, those are cool. We've done LED strips on bikes that as marker lights. We've done marker lights on the sides of bikes. We've done LEDs. We've done extra spotlights. We've done the whole um, the whole the whole mod thing where you add a bunch of lights and stuff like that. We've done all that. Run properly and and paying attention to your amperage and stuff like that pay attention to that our next one is air horn if you're going to put an air horn on your bike please make sure that when you push the air horn you don't blow fuses yeah <coughs> Again, make sure about it fits that. inside the the bike inside the body of the bike yes you don't want to have it like hanging out underneath the fender or having it live under the seat or in the glove box yeah you don't want it under your seat because when you hit the horn, your butt's going to vibrate. <laughs> so make sure the application's right. Make sure your voltage and amp is correct for that. So another one is melt in the harness. We've seen that a few times, especially with Vespa, actually. Uh, yeah. You know, we've seen we've seen things probably that have... Probably because they're metal. Huh? It's probably because they're metal. The yeah. Metal bodies and the wiring. Yep. Touching. Yep. Um, wiring rubbing up against the uh, their metal body. And you end up you end up grounding out and melting part of the harness. So please pay attention to that. If you're going to mess with your bike, pay attention and make sure everything's covered. Make sure everything's ran properly so you don't melt the harness. Yes. Always check your grounds. Phone charger. Again. If you're going to put a phone charger on, make sure that you can shut it off with the key. Very good point. Um, so, I mean, if you're on your bike, 
your bike's going to be obviously running, right? Right. So make sure that when you put the phone charger and you install the phone charger on your bike, make sure you put it, the power wire, to a wire that shuts off with a key. That way you don't kill your battery. We've seen bikes that have come in that have been the entire wiring harness has been rerun with speaker wire. Oh, that's always a fun one. Oh my God. Do you want to tell the people why that's a bad idea? The wire, the wiring's not proper for the application. And aren't they smaller gauges usually? Yeah. Yeah, they're a very small gauge. And your wiring on your bike has different thicknesses of wire. They are different thicknesses of wire for a reason. They have to pull more voltage or pull less voltage or things like that. You know, um, so please, if you're gonna rerun, rerun your entire wiring harness, make sure you do that with the proper gauge wire. Yeah. Next one is we've seen bikes that have come in that they have pulled the ignition out of it and they have started their bike by putting two wires together hot wiring your bike um or altering the ignition altering the ignition to start the bike like like it's a stolen bike and i didn't want to buy ignition for it blah 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 blah. please don't do that you're going to be putting wiring together that that don't need to be put together for an extended amount of time right so just you know, spend the extra amount of money and just get another ignition for it. Yeah. You know, it's it's just that simple. Yeah. You know, all, usually that's like a tweaker bike. <laughs> oh god, yeah. dude, you see, we've gotten our fair share of tweaker bikes. Oh my god, in fact, it's whole own episode. I, I like oh my god, yeah, tweaker bike episode. <laughs> Coming and, up. <laughs> yeah, so. so that's our. 10 crazy things that we've seen. And thank you for listening to episode 12. 12. Yes. And sorry that it's late, but this whole safer at home thing has been messing with my day clock. Day clock. <laughs> Not even hour clock. Messing with my day clock. I have no, sometimes I have no clue what day it is. I agree. What day is it today even? Today's Monday. Boo. I know. I am days late doing this, but thank you for listening anyway. Hello to everybody that I said hello to before. Thank you for listening to it, to us, and us rant and rave and give, ramble. ramble and give our opinion that, that we, like we said before, anyway. So... Thanks again, you guys, and we will talk to you on our next episode, which will be number 13. Woo. That means we'll take a couple shiny, of shots. Shiny side up, rubber side down. All right, everyone. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.